Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. All right, Drama Free, sorry about that. Uh, I was a dumb dumb and didn't select the proper time frame, so it recorded for 15 minutes. But we have started a new part two episode. So, Chris, go ahead, take it away. <laughs> All right, guys, you know, things happen. It's a beer podcast. Roll with it. Um, <laughs> what subject we were talking about? Let's see. We were on whales, right? So, um, we were talking with Joey about uh, a couple different subjects regarding whales. Uh, one, have you opened them and, uh, like, at a share or by yourself and been too far gone to remember them? Uh, two, have you uh, opened some and then just kind of been let down or disappointed? And then three, uh, recently, uh, which ones have lived up to the hype? Uh, so take it away, Joey. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, in terms of ones that I've opened up but have either been too far gone, whether it be too many beers in or kind of just got distracted and sort of forgotten about it, um, I really can't remember a time where that's happened. I'm usually pretty good about either one, remembering, um, or two, front-loading those type of items. That way I know it's not getting, um, you know, I'm not really, lack of better terms, contaminating my palate before getting into something that I was really, really looking forward to. Um, so I'm pretty thankful about that. In terms of ones that I've been disappointed, um, I recently, I want to say recently, in the last like six weeks, I had – I had one from Abnormal, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, um, but it was the um, the one that was supposed to taste like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, it was a huge cinnamon bomb, and no matter how long or how warm it got, it was still extraordinarily abrasive. It wasn't really hot, like cinnamon, like spicy, but it was like super dry. It was like like taking the cinnamon challenge. Um, and of everything I've had from the normal has been, abnormal has been fantastic, but that one stands out as being, um, I guess, just being different, just not as good as the others. Um, so I, I would say that I was kind of disappointed in that one. Um, and which ones have lived up to the hype? Um, I guess we have to look at the classification of whales, but I want to say the one, the one of the more recent ones that I've had that, uh, that was really, really, really good was going back to abnormal. Um, was Pappy Barrel number three? Um, that one was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it, and I think that the um, the hype surrounding that beer, between um, you know being a very, very limited number of bottles, and and you know it being essentially having to be picked up in San Diego, so you're not really going to see a ton of that stuff outside of San Diego. Um, that one really lit the hype for me. Nice, <clears throat> Chad. Uh, you have any thoughts on those three things? Uh. Yeah, so I am no stranger to cracking open whales by myself. I've I've been good lately, but uh, vanilla rye, um, I chugged that earlier this year and uh, wished I would have remembered some of that. Um, I did, and I drank most of it before I chugged my last glass. Um, I'd have to say um, disappointed by a whale, Ardea, man, AI from from Central Waters. I had that on draft at, uh, at uh, what was it, Great Taste of the Midwest. And I'm telling you, I was 
so disappointed. I waited for an hour and a half at a great beer festival to to just get a taste of it, and and it ended up coming to a bottle later, which affirmed my belief. But at that point, Ardea was absolutely terrible. It was a wreck. It was a mess. Um, and the bottle was it was much better, but still a disappointment after that first taste. So, you know that that was disappointing to me. And I'm sure other people are going to you know yell blasphemy, but to me, you know, on draft it was a hot mess. And and the bottle, I mean, I it, it was great, but you know it had a lot to redeem itself from my first taste, which is unfortunate. It probably doesn't deserve that uh, reputation in my eyes, you know, for me. But um. Lit, what's lived up to the hype? Let's see here. Man, there's been so many beers that have either blown me away, but I think all of my, other than Ardea, um, Morning Delight, you know, this batch didn't really live up to the hype, I don't think, or I think the beer market caught up to Morning Delight, and there's so much better beers. Um, the regular Propensky, Peanut Butter Marshmallow Propensky, um, had a had a bottle of that and shared that last Friendsgiving, so day before Thanksgiving last year, and that blew me away. Uh, you know, some don't consider it a whale, but that was a whale at that time because I didn't have a steady angry chair slash funky Buddha slash cigar city trader at that point, and that was an absolutely amazing beer. And I didn't go into it with high hopes and walked away with you know my jaw on the floor. And I just got a BA Marshmallow Popinski, and, um, you know, I am from Andrew, Andrew Hill, and I am looking forward to my wife not being sick anymore because I really want to crack that bottle, but I can't do so until she feels better. Shout out to Andrew Hill, Cubs fan. Absolutely. (laughs) So uh, for me... Um, the, on the too far gone to remember topic, um, you know, kind of like Joey, I try to at, um, at shares to go ahead and if I brought a quote unquote whale, I try to get that in the first round or so. That way it can be memorable and everyone can take it. People have to leave early or what have you. Um, but certainly I've been around where someone else has brought a whale and they've opened it up late. And, I'm, you know, kind of couldn't remember that it even got open, but it wasn't mine, so I didn't feel as, um, I guess, bad about it. Didn't feel so, uh, uh, well, sad if I would open mine and forgotten it. Um, as far as the disappointment side, man, there's so many that I've been disappointed by, and I think that's just one of those things where you, in, in today's market, uh, beer-wise, where um, you sort of build everything up yourself. And, and certainly the the um, community builds things up like crazy. I'm looking at you, Florida, uh, again. Um, but, uh, you know, things get built up in your mind or, or on your palate or, you know, you're, you have a memory of like a previous version that was so good. Um, so I can't really point to one in particular. I guess the one that's sort of on the forefront of everybody's memory right now is CBS. Um, and I don't know if that's a combination of um, – you know, the rest of the beer market catching up to what uh, that beer used to be. I don't know if it's uh, the beer is actually thinner than it used to be um, or if it's a combination of both those factors. Um, I'd like to believe that. I still believe Founders makes great beer, and that wasn't a bad beer by any means. It just wasn't the beer that I remember having six years ago in a bottle. So, and as far as 
recent personal whales. Um, I opened up an LPF uh, 2011 the other day uh, for no reason in particular, um, but it had been a long time personal want of mine. And so uh, I opened that up and it did not disappoint at all. Having said that, for what I had to trade for it, um, I would easily drink four rows to Gambrinus, which I could have got for the same price. Uh, you know, I'm glad I had it, glad I quote unquote ticked it and uh, got it off the list. But uh, at the same time, um, I probably won't be searching out another one um, at that sort of price point cost because uh, it's just not not really worth it. Uh, Chad, do you have a caller? Yeah, we got uh, Mr. Craig on the line here, bringing him live. Hey, Craig, how you doing, man? Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, neighbor. What's going on, man? Oh, just having a beer. Talking about beer. I I am enjoying that uh, that gift of uh, Lost Forty uh, Wild Barrel you gave me right now. Nice. Well, uh. Do you want to comment on the, the whale question? Um, well, I, I, I was thinking about it, and I think it goes to two, two beers that uh, that we've actually had together. Um, the biggest disappointment was that Double Sunshine. Oh, yeah. And Nick, Nick, Nick LaPlante went out of his way to, to get to get us a bottle, and we sat out on our my patio on a beautiful day and uh, expected uh, – the world to change, and it really wasn't. Uh, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't. It wasn't anything. Yeah, our beer of the day that day was Jolly Roger from Drake's. Yeah. Really. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was shocking because it came with no hype and it blew us away. Uh, so yeah, and continue, Craig. I just wanted to re- remember no, that day fondly. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, you know, given how good Sip of Sunshine is, you figure if they try to double it, it could be uh, twice as good, and it was not even half as good. Um, most amazing beer, and Chris, we talk about this every time we talk about beer, was that the guard, uh, whatever it was, uh, Imperial Brew or whatever the heck it was. No, it was Nelson Hosa. We had it the night before we Nelson the Hose. for the first time. It was. It still to this day is is the most amazing, less than four point beer I've ever had. The flavors and just well, we sipped on it for an hour, right? We just couldn't. We we actually talked about one beer for an hour, and we still talk about it three years later. <laughs> yeah, and we also had Sin Mint Temptress that night. We had we had a Crowler and a uh, Bomber. And we occupied uh, three and a half hours of our time uh, watching watching recorded rugby at your house. So that was that's right. <laughs> Getting uh, pre-gaming for a Top and Goliath trip. Yeah, it was a perfect night, and uh, I'm glad to stand on your memory. That, that was a. I think the thing that we talked most about that Nelson Hose uh, was uh, just how much of a palate experience it was. And at that point, three years ago plus, we didn't have. Um, that much experience with Degard. I think it was both of our second yeah. Degard beers. Um, and yeah. just the the amount of um, mouthfeel and flavors and the way it changed yeah. over the hour uh, for a 3.4% beer or whatever it was, was just a, yeah. a real treat. It's, it's, it's imprinted. 
And I would say what what lives up to the hype is thanks to uh, Jelly, I've been able to have a few more, but every Weldworks beer I've ever had is fantastic. That place is just, I've been fortunate enough to go there once and can't wait to get back to Denver and drive right up there because it's just amazing, amazing stuff they're doing. Yeah, I I go up there every now and again. I'm actually heading up there tomorrow uh late afternoon, so I will I will think about you tomorrow <laughs> while I'm drinking single barrel s'mores media noche. Do you do Jesus, you think man. about us a lot when you do things, Joey? Um Good question. more more than I want to put out in the public airways. <laughs> I have I have seven of your videos saved on my phone, Joey, that I get to look at every night before I go to bed. I I, re- I really hope you have like a case <laughs> and like one of those removable like screen protectors on your phone. <laughs> I asked for a uh, I asked for an Amber- Abercrombie sweatshirt for my birthday in February. Uh, well, make that happen. I think we can make that happen, Craig. I've got uh, I've got I've I got think, plenty for the whole crew. Plenty I think the they crew. might have to they might have to sew two together for me. Yeah, because whatever their, we got to do. Their extra large is like a medium. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know I don't know where we're gonna be able to. I mean, even with the uh, 35, 40 pounds you lost, Craig, which is you know, uh, by, by the way, shout out to a uh, drum free weight loss challenge. I'll just kind of plug that real quick if you're listening. Yeah. You're gonna want to be part of that because mm-hmm. it's a. Uh, it is a good thing from what I hear. So uh, if you haven't, yeah. uh, you should go check it out. If you're if you needing to push in, in the right direction, uh, go go search that. You make, we'll make talk a lot of new friends. And, yeah, you make a lot of new friends and uh, get a little healthier while uh, avoiding the beer is a little tough for a while, but you get used to it. Mm-hmm. And your, your palate returns uh, pretty quickly when you get back on the wagon. Uh, real quick, Craig, uh, before we uh, move on to the next topic, let's back up for just a second. And uh, what's in your glass? What are you drinking right now? Uh, that, that Wild Barrel. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And what do you think of it? It's good. It, uh, it, it, it kind of is, it's, I don't want to say bland, but it's kind of, you know, it doesn't have a ton of deep flavors, but it's very drinkable. Nice. All right, so it's, uh, it's Whiskey and Wales night, guys. Did you know that? It's the last Thursday of the year. It's also Whiskey and Wales. So anybody drinking any whiskey? I am not. Um, I don't have any whiskey, actually. I need to change that really quick. Um, you know, I'm just not a big whiskey drinker, but... I will enjoy a fine whiskey if I get my hands on one, and I think I'm going to go and search for one for New Year's anyway. So nice. There you go. As for the whale, yeah. As for the whale, I'm going to crack open here after I finish this crawler of loose candies. I'm going to uh, do. Uh, I'm going to do. I don't have a whale in front of me yet. I need to think about what whale I want to crack tonight. Jolly, what's your whale? Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm, I'm actually gonna merge the next two topics because I, I was thinking about it. I, I don't know what beer I'm gonna I don't know what beer I'm gonna open next. Um, for what it's worth, I actually just opened double dry hop juicy bits. I like to do the IPAs through the uh, well. We do the podcast because if I feel like if I'm drinking stouts, I get real phlegmy. So uh, I, I try to stick with the IPAs or, or other maybe somewhat clean beers uh, while I'm trying to talk. So um, 
I, I don't know what whale I'm going to open. Um, I'm most assuredly going to be a stout because I'm going to need a stout after all these IPAs. And um, the whiskey that will go with it, I do know what that's going to be. Um, I'm still working through a bottle of um, – it's essentially four-grain from, from Law's Whiskey House. This specific one was finished in cognac cask. So um, uh, a buddy of mine gave me the bottle, uh, I don't know, probably three or four weeks ago. And between he and I, we drank pretty much all but one, probably one, two or three ounce pour of that of that bottle. So I'm going to kill that guy off tonight and uh, for whiskey and whales. Well, I just um, my whiskey is nothing special. It's some 107, uh, some water 107, and then I just cracked open the bottle that Christopher Tamayo sent me as a thank you, uh, Red Eye November. So that is my whiskey and whale. Um, for this evening, um, and it'll probably be my last beer of the evening as well, because I have an early manager's meeting tomorrow and a long day ahead of me, uh, so probably going to take this one nice and slow and ease through the rest of the evening, uh, trying not to get too funny with it, uh, as Joey put it. Um, Craig, are you going to open up anything else uh, big after that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm going to hit the road early to Tulsa in the morning, so I probably will have a late night, too, and you know my stance on whiskey, Chris. I uh, I don't uh, I don't I don't I don't like to be like like the fight guy, so I avoid whiskey at all costs. Yeah, Julie could take you anyway. Maybe she could kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right on, man. Well, um, thanks for calling in, man. Um, yep. Appreciate you. Thanks for the insight. Uh, I will uh, catch up with you Saturday at the bottle share. Yep, I'll see you, Will. All right, man. Take care. Take care, boys. Have a good new year. See you, Craig. You too. Cheers. See ya. Well, that's a perfect segue. Uh, Craig saying Happy New Year leads us into uh, year in review. Um, let's just take this one step at a time. This could, this could be a little bit occupying, a little conversational. And if we get another caller at that point, then that would be just fine as well. Um, do you guys have a best or a best couple or most memorable without having to look up? Um, or go through a database to kind of figure out what uh, what beers were your favorite of the year. Chad, you first this time. Favorite beer of this year, man. Um, and I should have prepared this. I've had a lot of good ones. Um, beer barrel time that was that was phenomenal. Uh, what did I have? I oh um, I had the bourbon barrel age uh, Hardywood. Just recently, um, fresh this year's batch, and that really blew my mind. Um, and that that was probably a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, and I'll go back to your CBS. You know, I had I I have had um, original CBS, and um, you know, I really did enjoy this batch. You know, it's not it, it got too hyped is what, is what I'm thinking. And then um, I've had a lot of bottle logic this year. I would say that the Spice Must Flows honestly blew me away. Um, I like pumpkin pie, and it, it's counterpart. There's two pumpkin beers that they did. They did a pumpkin ale and then Spice Must Flows, and they both, or I think it was Picture of You Will, and they both, surprised the hell out of me and I would say those are probably two of the best as well as 
FO batch three. Um, we got a vanilla share coming up, so I get to crack my last one that uh, Lyle sent me for this share, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. But I would say, you know, without rambling too much, FO batch three is probably the best beer I've had this year. Mm. That's really good to hear because I'm sitting on two of them. I'm sitting on two of them, and I'm hoping I'm going to open one this upcoming weekend. Um, oh, it so is maybe, maybe maybe I'll get to add that to uh, my list of four. I've got I've got four beers I'm going to rattle off, two of which um, were not brewed in 2017, um, or not released in 2017, and two of which are 2017 beers. Um, let's start with the two older ones. Um, the two the two best beers I've had this year are are pretty easily um, the Cali Brandy Hunapa. That beer I opened uh, in Wichita um, at a bottle share. That 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 bottle was fantastic. Um, and I think the only beer that I had that was better than that this year was um, GNVP Batch Two. So that'd be the uh, the Grande Negra Voodoo Poppy from uh, from Voodoo Brewery. That beer absolutely positively blew me away. I actually didn't even drink. I didn't brush my teeth or anything the next day because I did not want that taste out of my mouth. Um, that beer was absolutely positively incredible. And then uh, the two best beers that I had that were released in 2017, um, probably going to be Medianoche Reserve from Wildworks. Um, that beer was incredible. Um, it's a shame that it had the issues that it did because I would really like to have been able to find a couple more and open them up a year or two down the road to see how they would change or develop. Um, and I think that the last one, which we'll just call it an honorable mention, um, is a recent release from Casey. It is the um, version of their peach bank that was aged in bourbon barrels. That beer was, I can't even go in. I'm, I'm going to say a bunch of words that are going to make, it's going to make Chris shrug, but that beer was absolutely positively incredible. I didn't shrug. I like those words. Those are good. Mm. I like yeah. that verbs. <laughs> um, speaking of not brushing your teeth after drinking a beer, fun fact, if you don't do that and try to start a car in the morning with a blow and go on it, it won't work. Um, so. <laughs> How, wait, 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 wait. We can't just pass up that topic real quick. Side <laughs> topic here. I want, yeah. I want more details on this. Um, uh, yeah, you can't uh, start a vehicle if you if your body is 100% uh, free of alcohol but your breath still has alcohol on it, you can't start a vehicle. You could be sober, like as a judge, you could be a non-drinker, a teetotaler, but if you rinse your mouth with anything other than act uh, and then go try to start a breathalyzer car, you can't do it. So just another reason to brush your teeth, boys and girls. That's all I'm saying. Just another reason to brush your mm-hmm. teeth. Dental hygiene <laughs> is not only attractive, it helps start vehicles. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just here to try to help everybody else. That's what I'm here for. And we appreciate that. <laughs> um, as far as my beers of the year, I, I will also go with beers. And I will do uh, kind of Joey's vein of, of, uh, of thinking here, train of thought. Um, yeah, mixed metaphor, Butler. Good job. Um, anyways, um, so not all these beers were released this year, but beers that I had this year. And I think Joey has had at least one of them, uh, possibly more. Um, so most recently I had that LPS 2011. And uh, as I said a moment ago, it completely lived up to the hype. It was fantastic. It was everything I wanted. Um, 
I like lambic a little bit, so it was a, a nice, nice treat uh, on an evening a couple weeks ago. Um, and then we were out in Tulsa um, a while back, and we went to American Solera and had a bottle of or a pour of the Sons of Darkness, which is their collaboration mm-hmm. with 18th Street Brewing. And I don't know if I've ever had a thicker beer, uh, including like Chocolate Rain and Black Tuesday. Um, they are incredibly, they are incredibly uh, thick, but I don't know that um, they are more viscous than Sons of Darkness. Uh, flavor was 100% on point, And the four ounce pour that we shared, or six ounce pour that we shared between three of us, uh, took us quite a bit to chew through, literally chew through. Uh, it was fantastic, and I'm glad I got a bottle. Um, and then the one that I, I know Joey has had is the uh, Onyx version of BDCS. Um, it was, and is every year, uh, just incredible. Um, it's a bourbon double cream style for those of you out there who don't know. Um, and then they add Onyx Coffee to it, which is a local uh, coffee company here in Northwest Arkansas. So it's just a marriage uh, and a match made in heaven. It is an absolutely perfect beer. And you can't go wrong with it every year. It's, uh, it's, I can probably chalk it up for 2018 as being one of my best, you know, three, four beers of the year as well already. So those are mine. Uh, so now the sad part, I guess. Anybody have a worst beer of the year or biggest letdown beer of the year, I guess, if we don't want to go with worst, because we don't really want to talk about infected beers, but um, a worst beer of the year, and I'll, I'll kind of go in reverse order now, Joey, let you kind of kick this part off. I appreciate that. It's, it's actually pretty easy for me because it's something I opened a few days ago. Um, I don't remember who from Drama Free sent this to me, so I want to make this extraordinarily clear that I'm not attacking you. It has nothing to do with you, um, whomever sent it to me, but um, – Somebody sent me the coffee version of Vlad the Conquistador or Vlad the Conqueror, whatever it was, from Hailstorm. Um, that beer, it was um, – I'm trying to remember how I described it. Essentially, was I, you couldn't tell there was, it was a Russian imperial style, let alone a barrel-aged one. There was no barrel, and you couldn't really tell what the liquid was. The only thing you could discern was that it was somehow steeped and either dentine or big red or something like that. It was just like this artificial cinnamon liquid. Mm. And it was, it was just, no, there's no coffee, no barrel. Couldn't even tell that it was Russian Imperial Stout. Um, it was, um, it was unpleasant is the, I think the most proper way of putting it. So for me, that's, that's easily been the, um, the worst beer that I've had this year. All right, Chad, you're up, buddy. Oh man. Uh, pressure, pressure. Yeah, well, no. I, I just chug bad beer, so I can't really say <laughs> what's the. Uh, like if it's bad, I just chug it. That's why I said earlier, just chug it. Um, hey, I powered through that that vile beer. And I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Daniel Vic Vic is over here saying Lizard of Cause was awful um since he doesn't want to call in that's, i'm going to speak for him but i really like cause um yeah well are we doing just the beers that came out this year or beers that we drank this year mm-hmm. it's a fine line fair. Fair, fair enough no you're fine you're fine you're fine you're fine uh i, I do agree lizard cause was pretty terrible i would say 
had I not had it again, I would say Cos was terrible um, this year that I drank. But Cos, I had I had a bottle three weeks ago, and it was pretty damn good. So I'm gonna let mine sit for another month or two, and and uh, maybe I'll break it out when Joey gets here. We'll we'll, we'll do a good review. Um, sure. And then, uh, and then, um, God, terrible beer. Oh, oh, I got this. Double Uncommon Stout from Bent River. I know, okay. I know you guys, um, uh, so last year in a lot of my boxes, I sent this out and it was great. It ended up turning, um, after like six months, if you didn't put it in a, uh, in, in the fridge, it, it got infected. And then this year, straight out of the gate, Straight out of the gate, it became infected. So I would say that was the worst beer I've ever had. It, not just for this year, just in general. Ever. It was absolutely terrible. It was it was amazing on draft, and the bottle was a whole different story. Um, for me, I was also going to say Lizard of Cause. Uh, and I don't have any bottles left because someone in the group, and I don't remember who it was, I have to think about it for a minute, but um, told me to chug it. So... I did that, uh, stupidly. Um, but apart from that, since Chad already, since Chad already said that, um, there is a brewery in Arkansas, and just because I of my job and whatnot, I'm going to avoid saying the name, but that everyone knows is, is not good and really is shocked that they're still a brewery, to be honest. Uh, but their salesperson came in the other day and uh, brought me some beers that had some serious uh, tatters on the labels and tried to claim them as new. Um, and then I looked after he left at the uh, date on them, and the IPA he left me was from March. Uh, so I went ahead and tried it. Yeah, this is a beer rep for a brewery. Um, <laughs> so I went ahead and tried it, uh, took a picture of it, called the guy and said, number one, you brought me a nine-month-old beer told me it was new number two uh the beer is terrible and number three thank you for your time and i'm not denigrating you sir but uh we will not be carrying you guys uh probably ever so um and anybody in Arkansas probably knows this. no i was as polite as possible I, I have to be so anyways i like i like this side of chris here he's got that take charge yeah. you sir no soup for you <laughs> You see, well, the thing is, that, though, I have to do that outside the house because at home I'm not the boss. Well, <laughs> I, I hear I'll, you, man. Cheers to that. Yeah, I was, I was going to say you've got a manager's meeting tomorrow, but maybe, you know, is it just you? Are you managing it? Are you running it? Because <laughs> no. it kind of sounds like you might be. No, the owner of the company is running it. Uh, you'll own it. You'll own it in due time. You'll own it in due time. <laughs> Uh, only with your investment there, uh, big guy. Uh, anyways, okay. uh, Chad, let's go ahead and uh, bring in a caller uh, for this last topic of, of this segment, I guess. Well, yeah, or or we could see if he's got an opinion on any other topics. He might be calling in. We don't want to hear his opinion. <laughs> uh, I do. You know, I do. That's Mr. Will Davis, you're on live here. Uh, buddy. Hi, guys. What's going on? Doing? Oh, good. I figured I'd follow Craig up. Hi, William. How's it going, Christopher? Fantastic. Love that. How y'all right, really quickly. 
Really quickly, yeah. You know, just dispense with the pleasantries, sir. <laughs> what's your best beer of the year, and what's your worst beer of the year before we get into this next part? These guys want to hear your opinion for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. What well, best uh, best beer I had this year was either that Nocturne Chrysalis um, that we had at your house, Chris, or uh, Batch Two. Yeah. yeah, really, really loved. Uh, I had a bottle of Canteen. My, I loved the. Uh, the Rose de Gambrinus as well. Um, but I love raspberry beers. So um, those are probably some of my top two, as well as the Chaos 2017, um, uh, which Chris loves coconut. Um, your mom. And uh, <laughs> worst beer I probably had was that, uh, what was it, DKML from Founders? Ooh, good one. Oh, those are fighting yeah, words. Oh man, I was not a not a fan, not a fan. But I it anyway. It I a yeah, sadly, Founders <laughs> is making this bad list too often for a, a really great brewery. Yeah, no joke. That that okay. that uh, that beer brought me back to my rapping days, my battle rapping days. Yeah, we need to totally skip over that topic right now. Wow. <laughs> um, you know what? Go ahead and just post a link to your old school YouTube channel or MySpace uh, page, and we'll, we'll check those out later. It's my MySpace <laughs> um, page. Come on, man. I, I figured it would be. Um, all right. So, Will, since you just jumped in, we'll go ahead and uh, kick it to you. Totally unprepared, off the cuff. What beers or breweries or trips or beer life are you looking forward to in 2018, apart from the fact that you are going to turn old in February? Apart from the fact that I hit the big three zero this year, um, Jeez. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would I'd really love to uh, to take a trip back to uh, back to Tol- or Oklahoma City and hit up um, 405 and Rough Tail again. Uh, really enjoyed everything they were putting out, and it's just a quick quick day trip. Um, I'd also very much like to get out through Colorado and hit up Weldworks so, that you guys are talking about. Um, I was out in Denver, but didn't get a chance to visit any breweries, unfortunately, recently. But I'd love to get back out there and do just a brew tour. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. You were in Denver and visited zero breweries. How did that happen? That's, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was uh, I was on a ba- I was on a bachelor party trip, and that uh, makes it even didn't... worse. Dad, I was going to say that's not an excuse. Unless you're on a bachelorette party, that's really nice. That's, not a good that's still not an excuse. Well, that's I, mean, a, that's I still how I felt, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it was. I'm very disappointed in myself. I slapped myself on the wrist. It happens. I did buy some good bottles while I was out there, though. Does that count? You, you did. Yeah, you did. Of course. Of course. Of course. Okay. Of course. Well, well, yeah, and you right. didn't call Joey either. That should be noted. That's really nope. That's a crime against humanity. Hey, you know. I, I'm very, very disappointed in myself. That was you didn't bring a trash can with the bearded panda. Um, all right, well, uh, Chad, what do you, uh, what do you think, man? Anything exciting going on in Des Moines that you're really, like, really looking forward to? Are there any trips you're taking? Any beers that are set to come out that you heard about? What's, what's going on for 2018 with you? Oh, you, you know, if I reveal that, then how am I going to surprise you guys? Uh, okay. Uh, no, uh, yeah, no, no. 
Um, I, I'm really excited. I got news today. Um, a couple of you guys have gotten some Barntown. Um, see me drinking it. Um, and uh, you know, I'm 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 working my way to get Barntown and these glasses out to more people as soon as this, you know, negative 15 degree weather clears out of here. I'm going to be flooding drama-free with stuff, but uh, they just announced today that they're going to be canning for the first time. Um, they just put on all their stouts. Um, and I, I must say, I was very impressed. I'm impressed with their IPAs. They, they, they do some damn good stuff, and their stouts were killer, and I'm excited to see what the future holds. They've only been open 11 months, and these guys are just Killing the IPA game and the beer game here in Des Moines. Which Des Moines is a big beer market. We've got some stellar breweries up here, and they just came in, you know, with a vengeance and are blowing people away. So I'm excited to see what they do. Um, I'm not personally friends with anybody there. Um, you know, so this is not like a PSA to get more sales for people. I just really like what they do. I like the the the, the brewery and and visiting and hanging out there. Um, it's my go-to if anybody comes in town, Joey. I'm sure you'll see see it um, mm-hmm. when when you get here. And uh, but I, I'm excited to see what they do as far as trips. I know 2000 was it 19. I'm going to be going to Jamaica with my wife and parents and brothers and other people to an all-inclusive resort. So that's not really 2018. But uh, I'm excited for that. I think we'll probably be headed to Tampa at some point next year, provided the vacation for my wife works out. Um, we'll definitely be hit, hitting up Tampa um, just because we love their beer scene as well, and it's warm and nice. Um, but I don't have any trips planned unless work sends me somewhere. Then that's usually where I go for my beer trips. Joey, what about you, man? Man, I was, I was just waiting for you to ask. I've got I've got four points. I got four points. Um, beer that I'm looking forward to being released is going to be the uh, Mexican Medianoche next month. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to taste like, but it's going to be the reincarnation of Bama. So looking forward to that one. In terms of a beer trip, um, on my short list, I, I want to get up to Rochester, Minnesota, and and visit Forger this year. Um, we got a chance to hang out with a couple of. Uh, of the kids from Forager at a rare beer tasting here in Denver earlier this year and um, made some friends and I'm looking forward to getting out there and, and hopefully being able to try some of their beers. Um, and then the last two things I want to bring up have to do with, uh, with Prairie and uh, Krebs, Oklahoma. The first is that we've got a, uh, a drama free beer that will be coming available. I think sometime late January so I'm looking forward to that one finally being available and getting a taste of Fruit of Our Arguments. That'll be wonderful. And then um, I want to ask Chris, because maybe Chris knows a little bit more than I do, but uh, I, I did see the post was probably maybe six to eight weeks ago that uh, some apple brandy barrels ended up at Prairie, and I'm really hoping for a third batch of apple brandy barrel noir. God, that blew me away. Yeah, there. Add that to my list for 2017. That was amazing beer. That is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, yeah. So, so um, sorry about that door shutting right there. Um, so yes, I saw that in post, and I guess I know as much as you do. I haven't heard any rumors. 
other than the fact that I inferred the same thing you did, Joey, uh, there's only one reason for Apple Brandy to be showing Apple Brandy barrels to be showing up at a brewery that is known for making uh, one Apple Brandy beer. So unless they're gonna reinvent the wheel, I'm guessing we're gonna get a third iteration. Um, that's a beer that I uh, quite enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed several bottles uh, as they were meant to be enjoyed. Uh, and by that, I mean, I chugged them. Um, uh, I enjoyed uh, sending a couple bottles. And by that, I mean about a case away. So, um, yeah, it's a great beer. And I, I would love if they made it again. It's, uh, it's a good beer to drink and it's a good beer to trade uh, and to uh, surprise people with. Uh, Chad, did you want to follow up on something Joey said? Yeah, Joey. So <clears throat> you were talking about the uh, the Mexican uh, noche, you know, and and that's the uh, if I understand that that's the replacement for the. Right. You cut out a little bit there, but I think I understood what you mentioned. Um, yeah, that's the replacement the, the short, for infected Bama. Yeah. So I mean, the, the very very short of, of what happened is that the last time the Bama was released in bottles, there are three seventy fives, I believe. They may have been 12 ounces, um, but um, there were the, the, well, the first of infection issues um, with Wild Works and Neil, Neil, the head brewer, essentially is well on record, say they're never going to do a barrel-aged version of an achromatic again because the low alcohol content is still nine, around, around 9 to 10%, um, too much of a risk. So all the barrel-aged the barrel program for stouts is all going to be meaty noche. So we're, we're getting a chance to see a barrel-aged Mexican stout. It's just not going to be achromatic. It's going to be medium noche, so it'll probably clock in around, I'm going to guess, 14 2, 14 3, 14 5, something like that. So, yes. Yes, it's going to be released in January. It'll be made available in January. And the first people to get dibs are going to be those that had um, infected bottles of medium noche reserve. So I don't know how much of it's going to actually be released, like released release. Yeah, I'm – Lottery, you know, lottery really, or tickets or whatever. Good. Yeah, I really like, I really like what Well Works does, and it's unfortunate that they're going through these issues. And you know, I, I know everybody's heard the the newest rumor, and I, I don't think I'm gonna repeat it because uh-huh. it's really not my place. But you know, I mean, I, I really enjoy them. I hope they, you know, figure it out. And and, and you know, one, that's one thing. Real quick, uh, uh, off the cusp. Topic. I know Chris wants to hit the uh, two thousand another two thousand eighteen topic here, but uh, maybe we can kick to this topic. But um, you know, how how do you think they're reacting? I, I think this is, should be a topic. If we want to stay on the call, uh, that's cool. But I really want to talk about how breweries react to you know claims of infection slash customer service slash making it right or just saying a f u to the crappier community. Um, but first, Chris, uh, 2018, looking ahead, what, uh, what's your forecast, buddy? Um, so for me, uh, as, as most people know now, I, I'm, I'm part of a brewery. Um, I don't know exactly what my title is. Um, brand ambassador, Jeremy Danner style, uh, less dickish, or, um, or head of beer for the restaurant uh, that they own in this area. <clears throat> but uh, for me, I'm really excited about everything that we've been doing the last nine months. And uh, to be fair, I've only been with the company about 90 days or so. Um, so this is strictly as a consumer. And, and Will, you still on the line, Will? Yeah, I'm still here. 
Okay, so Will can uh, attest to this, um, and so you guys can probably too. Uh, a lot of drummer free can because I've sent a lot of it out. But last nine months, consistency has met quality. That's where every brewery, brewery really wants to be. Uh, everything they've released, even the stuff that is not really in my wheelhouse, has been a good beer. Um, and in a state in the infancy of Arkansas, uh, beer-wise, it, it's a good thing to be a part of, and I'm really, really enjoying that. That said, I didn't add any of uh, the lost 40 beers to my beers in 2017 because of that bias. Um, but we've uh, we've released some things that are pretty exciting. We've got some things on deck that are really exciting. Um, uh, our, our flagship beer is a is a Bach, and we're getting ready to release a Doppelbach. Um, uh, the Trash Great. Panda series is uh, just killing it, and we're changing our featured hop every time. Um, 99 again will be cool. Uh, so we're, we're doing some really fun things, and I'm enjoying that. Um, as far as outside of the company that I'm a part of, uh, and the excitement I have just being a part of the company again, and just being in the beer industry proper again, um, I'm excited about taking a, a trip with Craig, my, my day trips, my bottle shares, a couple of guys I have here in town. But there's a Ozark is getting ready to release their first lager in cans, supposedly. They just brewed it, and it's a, it's a really good beer. Uh, it's it's super crushable barbecue-style beer. Uh, so uh, my, my palates are shifting a little bit, and I'm enjoying lagers again after years of uh, not enjoying them, after wasting my palate on them during college. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just uh, I think that the, the beer scene in general – uh, for 2018 is uh, we're going to see some retraction, which I think uh, from my perspective is a good thing. Um, not that the bubble will burst, but 2016 was the first year we didn't have double-digit growth, and I, I would suspect that 2017 didn't have double-digit growth either. Um, but I, I think that's, that's fine. Uh, I think that uh, when you solidify the market, uh, you're going to have better beers all around. So I'm just looking forward to trying new beers from new breweries and uh, new beers from the breweries that I'm accustomed to. So maybe, maybe that's kind of a boring answer, but you know, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. But uh, will uh, you have any final thoughts before we let you go and move on to the next topic, bud? Man, no, just uh, good listening, listening in, chat with you guys. I look forward to sharing many beers, hopefully in the future, in travels. And obviously, you know, Chris, since you're not too far away from me. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I just kind of echo what Chris said, and I'm excited about what the Arkansas market is bringing out. Um, and I'm looking forward to 2018 and seeing what new exciting stuff that they're doing since they're finally uh, trying new styles and they're getting outside their boxes. So, uh, so yeah, guys, uh, cheers, and, and uh, look forward to listening to the rest of the podcast. All right, man. I'll catch you Saturday. All right. See you Saturday, buddy. Cheers, Will. Bye. All right. Cheers, buddy. Joey, cheers, bud. Same to you, brother. All right. Um, so, I don't know how much time we really have left at this point, um, but I don't really care. So, moving on to the next topic. Um Roll call etiquette and how search functions work. I sort of alluded to this earlier. And to start this conversation, I'm going to throw to me. Um, Chris, what do you think? Well, I think that 13 roll calls a day <laughs> is ridiculous. I think that really, um, if you want to show off a bottle you're drinking on a Tuesday, that's awesome. Go ahead and do it. 
But if you're just drinking, you know, I, 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 hold on, hold on, easy. I got you. <laughs> got you. Easy now. <laughs> this has been percolating with me for a little while, uh, and, and Joey I think, as well. It, it's a soapbox segment. I saw his I saw his post last night, and I'll let him hashtag it. But um, I mean, right at the top of the group, I'm looking at my phone right now. If you go to the group, there's the top part. You can search within Drama Free. Just search roll call, and then there's a filter. You can hit most recent. Man, just just chime in on somebody else's. Now I understand if you're drinking something awesome. Sure, everyone's gonna love that. But we don't need a hey guys. I didn't have time, or I didn't see a roll call. Come on now. In the time it took you to type that, you could have searched for it. Anyways, I love you all. I'm not trying to create drama. I just think that we need to learn how to use Facebook. And maybe some people honestly don't know. Uh, I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. Um, Lord knows I've posted beers without checking for a roll call. Uh, But being an admin of another page, it's also uh, a cluttering experience sometimes. So I'm all about... Every day, run of the mill, what are you drinking, what's in your glass Wednesday sort of things, being part of the roll call and whoever decides to start it, even if it's 12.01 a.m. Uh, they didn't go to bed, and that doesn't really count, but we'll leave that to the third shifters. Um, you know, just try to respect it. If you if you want that, that Facebook karma, that's only Reddit, by the way, uh, then go for it. Anyways, uh, Joey, what would, what would be your thoughts on this, uh, minus the uh, – Minus the video post, but plus the hashtag from last night. <laughs> Here no, we no, 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 no. No, I'm going to be as succinct as possible. Don't be lazy. Don't be sloppy. Hashtag tits and biffs. Go to you, Chad. Boom. Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like this, but I, I want some backstory on this tits and biffs, because don't get me wrong. I love the hashtag, and I will be using it at length. But I want, I want, I, I got to be honest, I didn't watch the video yet. But uh, oh. give me some background here. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, I, I can put that in Cliff Notes for you, too. It, it's very simple. If you're creating all these new posts, you're just looking for likes. You're looking for attention. No one gives a shit. Sorry for language. <laughs> Sorry for language. No one gives a shit. If you're going to create a new thread, it should be tits. It should be biffs. Otherwise, there's probably some, there's a containment thread for it. Post it there. Or, or maybe you know, whales. That's the only thing else I would like maybe tag to that. Whales or kill shots. I could add those to it too. Maybe maybe yeah. make a separate hashtag. The one you've created, Joey, and then maybe whales and kill shots. <laughs> you know, five Joey, threads. you know, five, we, five we were like the uh, – we were the right. top – one of the top five contributors to the group in the past 30 days, me and you. <laughs> and the other three were Chuck videos. Um, I, I, was, I, was, I was gone for part of it. No, 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 you were. <laughs> and, 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 hey, hey, and we're, we're, and we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to you re- regaining your crown. No doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. Absolutely. No, you, you uh, hey, hey, Mr. Perfect, you ascend the throne. That's where you belong. All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to mute Joey now. I don't really have that capability. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you don't have that power, I do. But but real quick, um, I just want to bring it up though that uh, we had a drama free member um, bring up that the term tits might not be widely accepted amongst the women in the group. You know, we had that big uprising, and they want to take over the the podcast. So maybe we should amend that hashtag. 
I think we should make it a B word, breasts and biffs. How about that? No. That way I'm it okay with that. Bud's hot either. No. <laughs> no. This is drama free. If you're tri- this is drama free. If you're triggered, take that shit, rare beer seeker. <laughs> Where you might not last. No, so let, let, so my turn, my turn. I, I, you guys got your soapbox. Go for it, go for it. All I want to yeah. say is I enjoy posting pictures of my beer 12 times a day and different roll calls. That's it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I will, uh, if, a, if you, you start a roll call, I'm going to post a picture every damn time. The same picture I used in the last one, I'm going to use in the in this next one. You, you post 12 roll calls, I'm going to post in every 12 roll calls. No, and, and to be fair, this is all tongue-in-cheek. Uh, you know, it, it, it is a little cumbersome from time to time, but none of this is, is super serious. This is all just fun and games, uh, but it would be nice if we could sort of clean things up a little bit and, you know, standard everyday beer posts just kind of get post, you know, like, again, like what's in your last Wednesday or try this Tuesday or, you know, whatever, like sort of roll calls as far as uh, that goes. But I really don't care if you want to keep doing it. It's not going to affect my life. I've got way bigger things going on than people not respecting roll calls or not knowing how to search on Facebook. Um, We're clearly going to skip topic 15. Uh, We were supposed to do it tonight, uh, but Derek has been super busy uh, and could not make it again. Sorry, Mr. Hollywood, we missed you. Um, I hope you're listening. And, um, you know, even though your compliments embarrass me, I kind of miss him right now. Um, And then, uh, Steve, I hope you're out of the sub-zero tire temperatures. um, And you're back home warm and drinking well. Um, So we're going to skip that one because we need everybody here. So we're going to move on to this coffee stout question that came up this week. Um, Chad, I'm going to let you lead this off since uh, it was a good idea for you to tag me in it since now we needed to fill up a little bit of time. Um, so go ahead and uh, take this up. Best barrel age, I would say best barrel age coffee stout and best non-barrel age coffee stout. Um, and you can go with local, you can go with uh, big name, whatever. Go for it. I, I will say the best uh, non-barrel age coffee stout has to be anything um, – Pour over quarter, any of the coffee variants from Pulpit Rock. Um, mm. Joey, you know, Joey got one, one of the very limited crawlers that I had. And I'm going to tell you that the, each time they do it, it's simply life changing. Um, best barrel aged coffee stout? Shit. Crap, I mean, sorry. PG. Hey, hey, uh, no, we're, we're actually listed as an adult broadcast, so it's fine. It is rated R. When I, when I, I, they they yeah. allow me to rate the show before I go go uh, broadcast, so I always rate it R. So, um, God, barely coffee stout. It's a good question. Um, Do you need a minute? You need a minute? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That, that's fine. So, a question for you directly: When you rate these, is R the like the highest or dare I say worst rating you can select, or is there like a worst? So, what, what, like, what do we have to do to be rated NC17? 
or do you not want to give we, me that type we, of ammunition? No, we can't go that high. It's rated R or private. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's private, and you can't see it. So. Yeah. I have to think about that for a second, but okay. Um, best barrel age coffee stout, I think for me, hands down, is the rye, rye barrel age version of Vietnamese Speedway. Um, it it oh, tastes yeah. like ice cream. It tastes like ice cream. Um, I love that beer. And then uh, I'm going to somewhat tackle the point that you made, uh, Chad, about um, the Sumatra horror reporter that you sent from Paul Barak was phenomenal. Um, what I like about that beer is that the coffee, the, the specific, you know, origin, if you will, of that coffee is very, very distinctive. That said, a lot of people like coffee styles but don't like the dominance of the coffee. They just like to know that it's there. And I think if you're that kind of person, you have to find a bottle of Peace Be the Journey. It's a, uh, a collaboration between uh, Horse Ales and Cerebral Brewing Company here in Denver. And um, it, quite frankly, it... And I hate I hate to put this on you, but it is the best non barrel aged coffee stout I've ever had. And I, okay. it, it may not even be close. So while uh, you know, Chad is talking to a caller right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take up the uh, mantle here for a second. So I, I've also had Pulver Rocks, Pulver Porters, and, and such. Um, but to be fair, porters aren't stouts. Um, so we'll, we'll give that an asterisk anyway. Okay? Oh, um, you got me. You got me. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, because I love that beer. It was my favorite beer while I was up in Decorah. Um, say no that, more, that fam. I got out. you. Yeah, that we had out. Now, as far as barrel aged, uh, I was ready to say Onyx Coffee BDCS, and I think I'm still leaning slightly towards there, but this Red Eye November is a completely different beast. And I, I do mean that. It, I mean, BDCS is a much more trimmed down version of this. BDCS is a bourbon double cream style aged in barrels and then with coffee. This thing has coffee, molasses, and rye in barrels. So this is, and it's 14.1 versus 10. So it's a different beast. Um, that said, um, you know, 1A, 1B. Um, I'm going to go back to, you know, what I said my regular uh, stout was the Onyx Coffee. Uh, that, that coffee stout from Onyx Coffee is, uh, from, that coffee stout from uh, Ozark with Onyx Coffee is, is fantastic. Um, we do at Lost 40, our, our, our Forest Queen, which is a milk stout as well, that we do, uh, we have done uh, versions of with coffee. And that is really, really nice. Uh, but that doesn't really leave the brewery much. So, um, yeah, um, those those will probably be mine. We'll go back to Chad now, and I think Chad also has a has a friend with him at this point. Yeah, we we got a caller, but real quick, I would say Red Eye November. That uh, that was an amazing beer for me. I I haven't had 17, but I had 16 this year, and it was pretty freaking awesome. But we got a caller. Um, we're going to let him in here. Alejandro from San Diego. Yo, Drama Free Radio. What's up, man? Hey, it's Alejandro from Tennessee. I'm out here on vacation in San Diego. You must see it. It is beautiful. The women, the beer, everything is good out here. The weather. You guys wouldn't believe what is going on out here in December. Everybody should move here and start rooting for your favorite football team because that's what happens in San Diego. We have a melting pot of BS. 
Hey, Alejandro, I have, a, I have a question. Um, yes. What is that accent? I can't quite place it. Well, like I said, I'm from Tennessee. I'm on vacation in San Diego, but my family hails from Mexico, so I have like a full arsenal of accents going on right now. So totally not Canadian at all, right? No, 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 no. No, our brother's from the north. I might have to go there at some point if this wall, that's why I actually am here. It's not vacation. I'm checking on the status of the wall down here close to Tijuana. I want to see how it's going. If the wall is going too high, I might have to go north. So, right. so uh, I might have to go up to the land of the great white north at some point. Let me give you a pro tip. If you do that, you should totally start, like, rooting for hockey as opposed to soccer. Just uh, trying to help yeah, you out here. Not, not a big hockey fan. And, uh, I obviously, I'm here in San Diego, and I can tell you right now, this is not a hockey town. Uh, but there is a minor league team you should check out, though. Here's why I called. Let's. I wanna. I wanna stay on point, and I know you guys have a show to do here, and I don't want to get in the way. Uh, but uh, you guys had your soapbox, and I don't get my soapbox much because, well, uh, frankly, uh, nobody gives me a box. But here's the thing: there is a serious West. Co- uh, sorry, East Coast bias and drama-free. I've been out here in San Diego for a few weeks now, trying to post videos and get some interaction, and all you East Coast lazy whatever's go to bed and there's not even anybody to hang out with all right either you guys need to start staying up later or we need to let some west coasters in this group and and have a little less bias to this group okay i agree i I will back up alejandro here we should just kick michigan out that would like take half a drummer free out right that would be like (laughs) 60 percent 70 percent of of drummer free right there yeah I love you guys. I love you, Michigan Michiganders. It's okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to make Alejandro happy. Michiganians? Michiganders is what they're called. Yeah, my family's from Michigan, so. Whoa, my family is from Tijuana, and we are called Mexicans. And uh, I'm related to Anthony. That's why one of them I'm staying with my relative, Anthony Niaga, out here in San Diego. And, man, I'll tell you what, he has the best beer. And we're drinking the... Barrel-aged Vietnamese Speedway Stout from 2014. That is the best barrel-aged coffee beer. I will take your guys' response off the air. Thank you. Have a great evening. Hold on, hold on. Joey has a question for you, Alejandro. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a hard stuff. Oh, you, are you still there? Yeah, uh-huh. I wanted to see what the reaction was because I can't really tune in that fast after I hang up. I'm on a, a Cricket Wireless, and we don't get the best reception out here. Cricket <laughs> Wireless. <laughs> Don't don't move the boost. Don't move the boost. Um, I can't afford that. What? Oh, I know. I understand that. Neither can I. I mean, how many pesos is that? Um, so, ex- help me understand your Spanish or Mexican or or whatever it is you want to call it tonight. <laughs> Would you? Can you translate Santiago for me? What does that mean? Yes. So, uh, Joey, I want to stop you right there. Uh, it's it's actually Latino is the preferred method of nomenclature that we use uh, for my people. Okay. And San Diego, uh, unfortunately there's a common misnomer on San Diego because of a, a man named Ron Burgundy. All right. Everybody's heard of this guy. He's gained popularity in recent years because of some podcast or something he did. I don't even know how the guy got popular. He, he referred to it as a whale's vagina. And in my opinion, that's very offensive, all right? Because 
there's two species of, of, of whales. There's two different genders of whales. Everybody knows that. Why can't it be a whale's penis? And that it's actually the origin of the term San Diego, hence the O at the end of the word. Everybody knows the O is masculine. If it was vagina, it would be the feminine A. It is the whale's penis. So I'm glad I could clear that up for everybody. And uh, we'll go from there. I I appreciate that. I've got a follow. I got a follow up question, and then then one more question. So you're telling me that currently you are not experiencing any whale genitalia in San Diego. Experiencing it. Okay, maybe uh, not. I swam with them. Um, no, I didn't like to touch it uh, one time, but that doesn't mean you're into it, right? No, never, 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 never. So more importantly, I have a very, very important question for you. Is a taco a sandwich? No, a taco is a taco. Has, you know, well, obviously... Where, where, hold on, hold on. Where, we get the, where, where, where the hell does a taco come from? Don't be stealing my question here. Hey, again. No, no, no. Really? I got a big problem. Really? Alejandro, yeah, really? is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. I missed this last week. I will defend this to the death. Yes. Hey guys, I, I know. Realize I'm talking so much. I'm talking to a room full of beer nerds here. All right. Are you, I know you guys are in some room out there in Chicago, the king of craft beer out in Chicago, and you guys don't look at many tacos because you're beer nerds, but a taco is not a sandwich. Let me tell you that right now. So I actually have to go now. Two pieces of, well, that's not bread, so I'm sorry. Alahamdere, thank you for calling in. Peace out, kiss and bits. Now, 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 we we, we, got to go into this taco with the sandwich shit. All right, so it's tortilla, piece of bread. Yes. You put meat. You put meat and lettuce and tomato and and cheese on it. Just like is it not just like non-Indian bread? Exactly. (laughs) My wife is yelling at me from downstairs. It's a quesadilla. Uh, that would be two wait, tortillas. That would be two tortillas. Yeah, yeah. quesadilla is two tortillas. That's a yeah, sandwich. One so tortilla is ripping you off. Hold on. Hold on. A quesadilla is a sandwich because it's two pieces of bread. Right. Rachel's like, no, it's not. Rachel, you're not on the show. Call her call Rachel's not on the show. Break. Rachel, you got to call in, they said. She's she's sick. Um, but Feel better, Rachel. Again. Not- no, not not sick of the holler. Okay, so we'll, we'll, skip the, we'll skip this. We'll, we'll skip the sandwich conversations for our sandwich podcast. Uh, look for that coming uh, twenty never. <laughs> um, That's next week. We, damn it, we're we're doing a trivial question podcast next week. Okay, trivial never. You're related though. Also, <laughs> um, <laughs> drama free trivia. No, we're free trivia. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're down to the brass tacks here, fellas. We've got a couple minutes left. Um, any uh, any final couple thoughts if you want to sort of regroup on things we said or you want to sort of postulate on things to come? You know, uh, I think I'll let Chad go first. Oh, you got to go to me last. I'm the one taking us out, remember? Oh, no, but I'm going to take us out because I'm the host. I'm oh, I'm from Canada, right. don't you know? You do know I can mute you, right? <laughs> uh, yes, no, authoritarian I mean... Figure, I know that. <laughs> no, you all had the password. I gave it to you a long time ago. But, uh, 
No, I mean, this has been a good show. Sorry for the technical difficulties earlier. Uh, that was my bad. Blame it on me. Um, we're, we're getting better. We're organizing. We are uh, organizing. Chris Butler is leading the charge, and uh, we're doing we're doing good. I thought this was a good show. Um, I had a lot of good feedback. Had a lot of good uh, feedback on the uh, chat and, and and such. And uh, yeah, I had fun tonight. Drank some beer. Talked to my you know good friends and uh, got to talk about good stuff. Even though taco is a sandwich. Um, but um, all I want to say is uh, have a happy and safe New Year, drum uh, drummer free beer, and. Uh, you know, let's let's uh, pray for a good beer year in 2018. Amen. Uh, Joey, your thoughts? Uh, I appreciate that. Um, I want to echo Chad's sentiments, and I'll, I'll add to it. I said that I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys being a part of this with me. Um, a huge shout out to Alejandro. That was beautiful. Um, mm. Really, really looking forward to him calling in the future, and. Um, it's whiskey and whales nights, right? So I'm looking forward to the whiskey. I'm looking forward to the whales. And uh, the only other thing I'm ever going to look forward to is hashtag tits and biffs. <laughs> nice. Um, so I just want to, uh, reflecting on 2017, real quick, I didn't touch on it earlier. Um, <clears throat> the best and worst uh, part of the year was, uh, honestly, and all sentimentality aside and, and cheesiness, I got to meet a lot of drama-free people this year. Um, which was really cool, uh, including both of what? you two. Um, so that was a great thing for me this year, uh, getting to travel and meet some people that I don't like previously known online via text conversations. Um, the worst part of it is I didn't get to meet more of you. So um, for all of you listening out there, uh, cheers to 2018. I hope I get to see uh, more of you, make new friends, continue the friendship stuff already uh, engaged in and uh, really hope and pray for a safe and safe and solid new year for everybody uh, in the beer world. And uh, I'm going to hang up my hosting duties right now and let Chad close us out uh, for the 2017 year. And we'll catch you guys in 2018. All right. Drama free beer world. Have a safe and happy new year. Um, don't drink and drive. Call an Uber. Call Lyft. If uh, you need help, give one of us a call. We're here for you. And uh, look forward to seeing those New Year's Eve beers cracked. You all stay safe. You all uh, dilly dilly. And you all be happy. See you guys later. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama.